it was 2015, and the pair were teammates at Aston Villa. Both signed that summer, Richards the experienced and internationally capped team captain, Traro largely unknown 19-year-old rookie from Barcelona. Richards knew his teenage opponent was fast. He'd seen as much already. But he was no slouch himself, having built a career on the back of his pace and power. And besides, how badly could it go? Honestly, he beat me by about 20 yards, he explains with another shake of the head. We were warming up before training and I was really warm, so I thought yeah, I'm gonna see how quick this guy really is. is. I always fancied myself to be fast. No one I had faced had really outpaced me. The only people I had struggled with on a totally different level were Theo Walcott, Gabby Agbonlaher and Darren Lennon. But Adama was way quicker than even them in their prime. I was just like wow. My confidence was shot after that. I never wanted to raise him again. Richards needn't be too self-critical, though. He is not alone. Trara is a physical marvel of a footballer, built like a middleweight boxer, although incredibly he says he doesn't lift weights, yet with the lightning speed of an Olympic sprinter. He'd look just at home weaving effortlessly through NFL defenses, as well as terrorizing Premier League ones, which he has done throughout 2019-20 his statement season in English football for Wolves. He has destroyed reigning champions Manchester City twice, and is one of the few individuals this season to have given Jurgen Klopp's runaway champions elect Liverpool an almighty scare. City boss Pep Guardiola has likened him to a motorcycle, such as the difficulty opponents have in stopping him, and, following Liverpool's 2-1 win at Molyneux in January, Klopp simply described him as unplayable. High praise indeed, but it wasn't always the case. There was a time when Traer was likened to a motor vehicle in much more disparaging terms. It might sound incredible considering his current Hulk-like physique, but the young Traer was extremely skinny, and while the pace and dribbling skills were in place from a young age, they would more often than not lead him down blind alleys. Born in Las Vitalet, a suburb of Barcelona in the shadows of the new camp, to Malian parents who moved to Spain in the 1980s, Traer joined Barca's La Mesa Academy aged 8, and rose rapidly through their ranks. He regularly played above his age level and skipped three groups altogether in 2013, when fast-tracked into the club's B team, which competed in Spain's second tier. He also gained international recognition with the Spain under-16 team, and there was no surprise when he started to attract interest from elsewhere Andre Villasboas, then in charge of Spurs, was among the crowd as Traer appeared in a B team match against Deportivo La Coruña in October 2013. Stepping up to the first team was only a matter of time. He became Barcelona's ninth youngest player when he came off the bench as a substitute for Neymar in a home victory over Granada on 23 November 2013, and netted his first goal the following season, a solo effort in a Copa del Rey out of Huesca. It was described it as the kind that Messi scores. Then his lightning-fast progression hit a brick wall. Newly appointed first-team manager Luis Enrique declined to call him up more regularly, and the frustrating inconsistency of his end product started to draw criticism. Barcelona's B-team manager at the time was Jordi Vinyals, who later described the youthful Traer's struggles to effectively express his talent by saying he was like a Formula One car driven by a child. The machine dominated him. Adama Traer opened up on the difficulties he faced as the child of immigrant parents growing up in Barcelona, revealing that he was approached several times by street gangs, attempting to recruit him to sell drugs and take part in other illegal activities. Adama's father moved to La Spitalet from Mali in his mid-twenties in search of a better life, working for a few years to get settled before his wife joined him to raise a family in Catalonia. Indeed, Adama's life could have gone very differently had he not had the required focus to succeed as a professional footballer. But we had a different mentality. We wanted to be footballers, not part of some gang. You saw fights almost every day and we didn't want to fight. Of course, I was in fights anyway. There were gangs in the school I went to. They fought each other constantly. 
I saw guns, fights with bats, knives, bottles everything. A lot of them, quit football to join a gang. I've played with and against them and lost blokes, and they were incredible. But they stopped to sell drugs, to join gangs or because of relationships. The gangs controlled different areas. Depending on where you were going they'd ask. What gang are you in? Where do you live? Why are you here? If they didn't know you, or even if you didn't have any problems, it could still become an issue. So then some people would get angry and join a rival gang. That happened a lot. That's why it's so complicated and you need to know what you want, to remain focused on that. Wherever you come from, even if it's a rough neighborhood, there are always good people who know what they want to do. The most important thing is to make the decision quickly. For example, in a fight, you need to decide quickly whether you want to follow the same path. You see the fights, how they work, how a gang operates, or how the police investigate the gangs, how the streets work, how they move drugs. If you want to do it illegally, it's there, and you can get those things easier. Back to football. More pointedly, in February 2015 Vinyals publicly questioned Traer by noting. Sometimes he tries to win the war all by himself. Little by little, he will learn when he has to make the individual plays that only he can do, and when he has to play for the team. That 2014-15 campaign ended badly, with Barcelona's B team suffering an ignominious relegation amid suspicions that some of the team's rising stars could have done more to prevent their fate. By the summer of 2015, Traer had reached a crossroads. Enrique had made it clear he was not part of the first team's immediate future, so he had to decide. Remain patient and head back to Barcelona's B team, now playing in the third tier, or leave his boyhood club in search of regular first-team football elsewhere. The decision soon came. It was time to head to England. I'd seen clips of him before he joined Villa, says Richards, who was already boss Tim Sherwood's new team captain. The manager pulled me aside and said to me look at this kid here. He showed me some highlights of him playing for Barcelona's B team, and he was running past players in a way I had never seen before, ever. Tim said, we've got a chance to get him, what do you think? And I was like, if you can get him, do everything you can. Get him they did. Villa paid a reported £7 million to make him one of 12 signings that summer, designed to hugely improve a side that had avoided relegation by just three points the season before. Richards and his teammates soon discovered what everyone at Barcelona already knew here was a potential world-beater, undermined by notable flaws. He was only 19 when he joined, so of course he was raw, continues Richards. In training, I knew he was faster than me, so I would just show him why because the quality of his crossing wasn't great. He wouldn't just kick the ball straight out of play, but he didn't have a pinpoint cross on him. But we realized that, day by day, he was getting better and better, so we couldn't just let him go white anymore, because he was just embarrassing everyone. Ultimately, Traer's first season in England was a failure, hampered by injuries, adjusting to a new country and culture, the language barrier and the change of manager, which saw Sherwood make way for Remy Gard. He made only 10 Premier League appearances, as Villa were relegated with a measly 17 points and three wins all campaign. He would play just 16 minutes for the club in the championship the following season, before leaving for then-Premier League Middlesbrough, in a swap deal for Albert Adama. Boros boss Ader Carranca, knew of Traer from the Spanish youth system, and felt he could harness his ability. While recognizing his clear talents, the battered and bruised Villa supporters offered little protest to his departure. The season he was at Villa, he was actually quite good, it's just he got an ankle injury that kept him out for a couple of months, adds Richards. I remember speaking to Villa fans about him who'd say they'd rather have Traer on the pitch, getting them off their seats, than watching us play in a more negative way. The Villa fans knew what they had, I just don't think anyone thought then that he would be doing this well now. Things would get worse before they got better for Traer. He provided just a solitary assist in 27 games in 2016-17, 
as Boro were relegated at the end of a season in which Carranca lost his job. He then rarely got a look in under the Spaniard's successor, Gary Monk, before he too was sacked, 23 games into the following championship season. However, Monk's departure and the appointment of Tony Pulis to replace him would be the spark that ignited Traer's career in England. Pulis had seen Traer during the Winger's Villa days when he was manager of West Brom and identified in him the qualities around which he could build his Borough team, so long as he could be made to believe in himself. I knew he was really talented, but until I got there and we trained I didn't realize how good, how quick he was, Pulis said. He had fantastic pace and balance, but he was a young footballer who lacked the confidence to go out and play. I took him in my office on a regular basis and spoke to him. I have worked with players and you tell them something and they look at you with glazed eyes and you're not getting anything back from them, but Adama always wanted to improve. He is a massive football supporter, wants to learn and get better, and that came through straight away. Picking him every week, encouraging him every week, even when he did things that weren't brilliant, helped him. I had trust in him. If I didn't think he was playing with the confidence he needed and he was playing on the opposite side of the pitch to the dugout, I would bring him to my side and encourage him and talk to him while the game was going on. In 22 games under Pulis, Traer scored five goals, provided eight assists and did things few had seen before in English football, never mind the second tier. Pulis's first game in charge, at home to Villa on 30 December 2017, in which Russian Hepburn Murphy breaks away down the right and appears uncatchable until Traer appears into shot, moving as if on fast forward to motor past the increasingly deflated young winger and collect the ball with 10 yards to spare. Boro would miss out on promotion, losing in the playoff semi-finals to Traer's former club, but the winger cleaned up at the club's end-of-season awards, winning Fans Player of the Year, Young Player of the Year and Players Player of the Year. A move back to the Premier League was inevitable. It materialised in the form of a club record £18 million transfer to Wolves in August 2018. True to form, Traer's first season in the Premier League for his new club was something of a disappointment. Familiar inconsistencies emerged during the process of acclimatising to his new team. Thankfully, though, Wolves' success as a side means Traer is finally getting a Sofo more top-flight campaign, and, like with Pulis at Boro, he has a manager in Nuno Espirito Santo, who knows how best to engage and motivate him. They are delighted with his progress at Molyneux, but also not surprised. Speak to anyone at the club, and they will wax lyrical about a humble, quiet, kind and remarkably mature 24-year-old, devoted to his family and faith, whose size belies his softly spoken manner. They are also struck by the fact that one of the fastest men on a Premier League football pitch moves so slowly off it, always happy to talk, always eager to help and, crucially, more often than not the last one off the training ground. One key aspect that he has honed during all those hours at training ground Compton Park is a continuation of a lesson he learned during his time at Middlesbrough, working with former British Olympic sprinter Darren Campbell to use his speed intelligently. Campbell advised him not to run at full speed, to dial it back to 70%, to give himself time to decide what to do next, and greater options to choose from. It would also give his teammates chance to catch up. Observers at Wolves believe this approach is even more pronounced this campaign, with Traer noticeably halting in his tracks at times to assess a situation before going again, with a more effective game plan, and safe in the knowledge that he probably has the beating of his marker a second time. This season he has completed the most dribbles, more than any other player in the Premier League. Matt Doherty operates down the same right wing for Wolves as Traer and admits he has modified his game so the side can better utilise his teammates' unique talent. Adama is a confidence player, the Republic of Ireland international said. Maybe he just had a bit more love this year. He got a good pre-season behind him and his end product has really improved. Everybody knows the pace and power he has is unplayable, but he's a different beast now. I don't keep up with him, he is so quick. 
Last season I was going forward a lot more, but this season I have been coming more inside and linking the play with him. When I fling it out wide to him I am trying to get in the box because I know he is going to skin the fullback and get the cross in. When you have someone of that talent you just give him the ball. Former side Barcelona and La Liga rivals Real Madrid are both keen on signing him this summer. Inevitably, he has also been linked with two of the Premier League sides he has terrorized this season, the division's leading lights Liverpool and Manchester City. For this season at least, Wolves' rivals in the top flight are still faced with the same dilemma on the pitch, how do you actually stop Traer? Let a man with first-hand experience of going up against him answer that one. I don't think anyone can handle that raw pace, says Richards. Do you have to try to stop it at source and stop the people playing passes into him? Or, if you are up against him, you draw a foul as soon as you possibly can because if he gets into his stride, there is no player on the planet who can match him. Liverpool's Virgil van Dijk is the best centre-half in the world at the moment, and even he can't deal with him. No one can. Where will Adama Traer end up in the summer? Remember to follow Golia by hitting the follow button and slapping a 5-star review on the show or tapping the love icon. Let's get to 1 million followers and tune in daily for new episodes.